let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Always stay gracious. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Vagistine Podcast. It's Vanessa here, and I have two awesome, amazing guests today. I have the two hosts of Two Fat Chicks Live. I have Erica and Grande Beauty on. How y'all doing? Hey! Hello, hello. We are pumped. (laughs) So, I am so pumped for both of y'all to be on. Me and Erica, the confidence coach, have been uh, been Instagram admirers of each other for for a long time. And (laughs) I think I came across, I think I came across it from what you had posted, Erica, the confidence coach, Mm -hmm. about, you know, Mm -hmm. just, of course, building more confidence. But then I started thinking, and and of course, I'm following a whole lot of pages around body confidence and fat women, and especially the latest thing that came out, I believe, was the latest Sports Illustrated model. Everybody's like, oh, you're fat. Like, how can you have a fat woman on you know, on Sports yeah, Illustrated. Right. <laughs> so I just, you know, I think seeing different bodies is super important for me. And I think something that often comes across my mind is, you know, fat women and their sexuality and how they really getting it out here. So I want to have a chat right. with y'all. So I'm so glad and so honored <laughs> that both y'all are on with me today. Oh, well, we appreciate you for having yeah. us. Thank you. Yay! I am so, excited. <laughs> so can can you tell me who you are, what you do, and we'll start with Erica. Okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I am Miss Erica Witten. I am the confidence coach. I specialize in transformation, uh, transforming mindsets, and ensuring women that they know that it's more important to be purposeful over pretty. Uh, just to, that's what I do. That's my passion. Hey. But as far as what we're talking about here tonight, uh, Empowering empowering black fat women has been something that has been my life's work for a long time in any and all capacities, especially uh, sexually, because a lot of women feel like they're not desirable or uh, somebody won't want them just because they're fat. And uh, that's absolutely false because I'm beating them off me with a stick and I don't even want them. So (laughs) I am here to just let people know that you can definitely have sex, you can definitely participate in all kinds of sexual activities and being fat is not is is the least of your worries. Trust me. Okay, I'm <laughs> Grande Beauty. I am a uh, recording artist, uh poet slash spoken word artist. Um I'm a plethorist writer, uh motivational speaker, actress, blogger, host, all that stuff. I write poetry to motivate, inspire and empower plus size women. Um, I feel that I speak from a place that they like to speak. I get, I pretty much use my platform to speak and say their deepest, uh, secrets, their, their, the thoughts that people don't hear every day. And I also like to dispel, um, the stereotypes that are about plus size women when I speak my poetry. So that is me. Hey, awesome. (laughs) Awesome. So Erica, can you tell us what is Two Fat Chicks Live and what, why did y'all create this? (laughs) Two Fat Chicks Live is basically a conversation between two super fat, black, (laughs) beautiful, 
self-approved women who know exactly who they are. Uh, just to give you guys a little background about how this came about, I was in my home and, uh, you know, things just have been coming into me this year. Like, God has truly been pouring into mm -hmm. me specific ideas and things. And I'm like, I don't know which, which one I'm going to really tap into. Okay. But it is that when the whole Monique fiasco came out, uh, my good, good sister friend here and I, we had different opinions. I was on the opposite end of the spectrum, basically saying that Monique, you know, pretty much should have just took the 500000 and used the platform to reinvent herself. Mm. And my sister friend here totally disagreed with that, totally disagreed with that. So it came to me like, damn, we got different opinions on the same topics, but we have the same goal. Mm. We should get together. We should get together mm -hmm. and really make something happen. And I'm going to bring that, 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 that NYC flair, and she's going to bring that Georgia Peach Southern Belle attitude, and it's going to be a party. And that's exactly what we've been doing. So that's what Two Fat Chicks Live is all about. Oh, my God. I love right. it. So, I mean, I think, honestly, you said, Erica, you thought that, um, before we get into it, you said Monique should have taken the money? I felt like I wish that, I feel like she, oh, it's just like, <laughs> because of so many things that have been coming out, I mean, I feel like $500,000 was definitely something that they should not have offered her. She's an Oscar award-winning actress. She sure. definitely, that was chump change. However, because of her, her what's the word? Because of her behaviors mm. that have been displayed throughout the industry and, and her being trying to be blackballed and all kinds of other shit, I just felt like this was a great time for her to reinvent herself. Mm. I, I just really personally felt like that when it first came out. But after things started, you know, kind of coming up out the water and the ruin and things like that, and you find out that basically they're not playing black actresses like they are the Meryl Streets sure. and the Goldie Hawns. It's like, oh, yeah. well, maybe Monique did start that conversation, so I appreciate her for that. As a woman, since we're talking about it, let's just talk about it. As a woman who, you know, it's my life's work to empower women to to walk in their worth every single day. You like, So I appreciate her for doing that, but... We're not talking about ten thousand dollars. We're talking about five hundred thousand dollars. We're talking about a person who has kind of had a, a little, you know, she had a lot of scratches on mm -hmm. her. I felt like it would have been a great time for her to reinvent herself. And Grande, and what were you, like Grande Beauty? What were you thinking? Because <laughs> I'm in the middle. I'm like, I've been debating this one back and forth too. So it's nice to hear what other people have right. have to say. Um. I personally thought that it was an insult mm. um, for you to say that I'm offering you $500,000 and for her to say, well, why are you offering me that? And your response is, well, I feel you're worth that much. You know, your, your, your accolades say that you're worth more, but this is what we're giving you. No, you're not going to tell me that I'm worth more, but then you're going to tell me we'll settle for this. Mm. So that's right. why I was like, no. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, um, regardless to what her worth ethics are with other people, we're going by her accolades and we're going by her um, resume. So, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can be, uh, what, what uh, you can be the best burger flipper and you get the wrong attitude with the wrong person and that can take you out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, baby, that's what her issue was. She got the attitude with the wrong people and maybe she just, Maybe she's just necessarily uh, speaking up for herself. And right. sometimes, you know, when you're a woman and you're a black woman and you're an overweight black woman, right. people already just take it like, oh, she's just being rah, rah, rah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So 
it could be that issue, but I feel like if you can offer Dave Chappelle, who we all know disappeared from the scene for okay. forever, if he Listen. can come back and you give him millions, why can't you give this woman millions? And people keep talking, saying like, Monique is irrelevant, but Monique's still selling our shows. It's just that she's doing it on a, a lower scale. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, yeah. So I'm like, the woman's still working. She's working every day. So I, I, I didn't understand it. And, and I always say, I am not a big, I am not a fan of Monique's stand-up comedy. I like her more as an uh, actress. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I love her in the movies. I love her on the shows. But I just say, give her her just due. Because I can't go by, okay, I don't care for her. Because that's what a lot of people say. She ain't even funny. She ain't this. But that's not the point. The point is, the woman deserves the money. Right. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Erica. Yeah. You know you know you're my girl, Erica, but I agree. I agree with Grande right there. I can't. <laughs> and you know what's interesting is that the reason why, I mean, I, I, I hear both of y'all. I think... I think for me, when I was assessing the whole Monique thing, I think for me, I was like, damn, you know, they stay trying to pay black women lower, you know? And so it's about time that someone's like, oh, no, hell no, corporation. Not when y'all are out here, Mm -hmm. like just paying everybody else. And I, and you know, I think the, I think the thing is like, we don't know the scales that they're paying all all these other people. But I mean, when Wanda Sykes can come out here and be like, oh girl, they're not trying to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're not trying to pay me too and it's like wait a, okay wait a second what's right. going on netflix and i also think i mean like with um grande was grande beauty was saying about um just saying about like knowing your worth and just her right. being right. a fat black woman at that asking for what she wants i think there was a study that came out a few years ago actually that showed that like fatter women based on their appearance made less money like people like people in charge didn't feel like they were owed so it's like a whole systematic like (laughs) you know it's just like monique is just like tackling so many things between being like a woman and not being paid because that's coming out i mean we always knew that but then like being a black woman we know that we get paid less and then it's like oh shit you got the weight thing too where folks are probably like right. it's all right, about how right. you say mm-hmm. it Monique it's a lot of different it's, components right it's like how you say it Monique why you have to come out like that and then it's like but but there's like rude rude white men every day that's like cussing people out and still making their coins so it's like uh <laughs> do right. you have to no, be I get nice it. I get it. you know right so I hear y'all. Right. <laughs> so look at look at us. We decided to take the we decided to take the social, the big social thing first. But I noticed in the language that both of you use in your in your work and in your videos that you're very adamant adamant about using the word fat versus thick or curvy or voluptuous. So Here's the thing. It's so funny because when I thought about this topic and even when I was typing y'all the email, I was like, you should have seen me. I was like, um, I would like y'all to come on to talk about big, I know, thick, wait, uh, 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 curvy, uh, um, how different women's body, like, I need this. You know what? That's funny. I was trying to find this way and then I was like, wait, 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 wait. They use the word fat. I'll use the word fat. Like, it's just like this whole, like, am I being offensive? And so I see that both of y'all are very staunch and being like, no, 
we're fat. Where do you think this whole thing comes from? And why do you use the word fat versus thick versus curvy? And what do you think is behind that? So I'll start with um, Grande Beauty first. I think it's simply because we're comfortable with ourselves and we don't see it as derogatory, mm -hmm. you know. Um, we don't see it as somebody being insulted because we're fat. We call ourselves fat. Like, <laughs> we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to say curvy. I mean, all those things mean to say full-figured, plus-size, BBW. We definitely don't like BBW because that name has, like... Oh, my God, it's mm. in the mud now. Mm. Um, so we definitely like to say we, we're we confident enough to say it. To me, it's empowering to me to say I'm fat. I'm a fat chick. Right. That's what I am. I'm going to tell you who I am before you try to tell me who I am. I, I'm not offended by it. I say it every day. Um, I call myself that every day. I say it, I say it every day, all day. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's what I describe myself as. I, I have fat. I'm a fat woman. I, I, I don't care. And I think we, hmm, how can I use it? Like, uh, I, I can't use the N-word. When people yeah. use the N-word, you know how the, you pretty much black people took that word and made it like the everyday thing and it's not even offensive. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's like that. Like, we say fat. Like, really it doesn't word. offend us. Mm -hmm. Child, listen. <laughs> I am <laughs> I am a realist, right? I'm a realist. I don't believe in sugarcoating things. And I'm fat. I'm not sick. There's nothing thick about me. I'm fat, and that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that people, people equate negativity to fat, and yeah. that's why it's difficult for you to just say, oh, you're fat, and, and, and somebody be okay with it. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Right. When you hear somebody is fat, it's like, you, because we're so used to hearing that negative connotations being associated with that word for so long, and then you meet a woman like me or Grande, and we're just like, oh, we fat. Because this is the reality. I'm fat, and I'm made up of so much or so many other things. That fat is not all that I am. Mm -hmm. You just know that I'm fat as soon as you look at me, but when you sit down and have a conversation with me, you're not going to leave just saying she's fat. You're going to leave like, damn. This lady really knows she a big fucking deal. You understand? <laughs> right. Ain't nobody really thinking about that. And, and I think that the reason why we are two fat chicks and it's called fat chat is because we want to kind of, you know, my, my my vision for wanting to actually use that name is because I want to just put fat all up in your face. Right. I want to make it a conversation for you. I want you to be uncomfortable so you could get. You, so you can be uncomfortable with getting comfortable. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I want you to think that it's it's not that bad because we're fat and not fat, but, and mm. that's the difference. Mm. Right. Mm. Okay. That's your t-shirt right there. That's your t-shirt. I like that. I like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, Thank it's you. it's so funny because, I mean, I when I was typing out that email and then thinking about the words that were used when I grew up, I remember my mom always, because I think, I think the first time we ever come into like the word fat and fatness is when we're kids and you're pointing at somebody right. that you think is fat. And my mom was always like, right. you never tell anybody that they're fat. You call them big. So it's like, okay. And so it's like, I think over the years, especially as you have like, quote unquote, like fat acceptance movements, the, the body confidence movements coming out, you know, you have words like Grande is saying as far as, you know, people reclaiming the word fat. But then it makes me think sometimes as a person who's not fat, 
like is that the is that the n word is that like the word that only folks from the community can use is it right. cool as like a skinny person coming in and being right. like well, you, what up my fat girls like yeah go you for know, it <laughs> you know what Vanessa I think because it's a word that not everybody is comfortable with yeah. honestly it just depends on how you're saying mm. it it depends on how you're saying it like if you like oh you fat bitch then I know you're using that in a derogatory <laughs> manner but if you like Hey, fat girl. Hey, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's still different, right? It has a it has a different tone to it. Yeah. One of them might get you punched in your face just That's because true. it's like who you talking to, That's and true. the other one might get you. Oh, hey, boo, hey. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just depends on who's saying it. Yeah. It really, really does. In the context, no, you and you know what? In the context of the using it, it came up the other day too. Because when you were asking about my T-shirts, I, I think I, when we DM'd each other. I even then I was like, "Hey, girl, I got this size. Is that going to fit all the lusciousness?" No. Right. Then I was like, "Delete, delete, right. delete, delete, delete." I can't call it lusciousness. She calling it fat. I'm calling ah shit. Like I just, I was like, "All right, I'll just wait for her." Exactly. I was like, right. "I'll exactly. wait for her to hit me up." And then I had other fat women in my DMs that were like, "Hey, boo, what's up with the shirt sizes? Like right. we're trying to get some." Right. And I would when I would hit back, I'd be like. Hey, hey, girl! I got. Then I'm like, you know what? Let me just you. Let me just tell them the sizes I got because this exactly is really right. <laughs> exactly but no, right. but for exactly. real, I hear yeah, you. <laughs> so I'm gonna start with Erica. Erica, what do you think is the are the biggest myths associated with fat women when it comes to sex, love, and dating? Yeah, this was our topic last week. Just last week, we did the top 10 misconceptions associated with fat women. Yes. I think one of the most, one of the biggest misconceptions that are associated with uh, fat women is probably that we don't, we think that we're not desirable. As it come, as it pertains to sex, love, and dating, that that all of us just want to have sex with with the lights off. Mm. That, that, that's mm. one, that's one of the things I think. Because honestly, it's a bigger one, but I'm gonna let my sis take care of that because that's her shit. That's her. She gonna handle that. <laughs> but it, that, that we want to just have sex with the lights off, and and that's so far from the truth, Vanessa. That's mm. so far from the truth. Mm. I don't give a fuck what time of day it is. I'm getting butterball ass naked. And it's going down. Period. <laughs> I don't give a damn about no lights. None of that. You're going to get all this glory. Period. Yes. And that's what I would say is my misconception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They think, well, it's a, it's an either or, depending on who you're talking to. And I've heard big girls can take the dick. And big mm. girls can't take the dick. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm and, and like I made the point last week, like, I am a woman, I'm built a certain way, and all women, my vagina has nothing to do with my size. So yeah. if you want to come towards me with a big mandingo 12-inch penis, I'm not going to do nothing with you. I, I'm not going to do that. That's not, that's not pleasurable. Right. It's not anything I want to do. Right. Take that away from me. I, you're right. not going to tell me up on the inside because you right. think I weigh 380 pounds. I can obviously take a 12-inch deep. That's not going to happen. No, ma'am. And no, ma'am. You're right. I, I, you're right. I can't take it. I'm going to run. So, yeah, that's a, that's a misconception. 
Russian Definitely. or whatever. They be like skinny girls. And then you hear some skinny girls can't. It, it, it's either said one or two ways. Right. Skinny girls can't take the dick. Big girls can't. Or skinny girls can take the dick. Big girls can't. It's mm. either way. Like, it's either or. Like, I'm like, how do y'all decide how we can or we can't? I'm not right. standing with size right. that stupid. Right. The vagina is not, it, just because you're a size two <laughs> does not mean your vagina. I, I'm just not understanding. That's the most oh, ignorant thing in the world. So that would be one of mine. Right. <laughs> like, don't get, just to piggyback off uh, Brandon, yeah. just like, don't get my fat fucked up. Don't think right. that just because I am all of this voluptuousness and, all, and I have all of this body that you're going to put some shit in me. That I'm not no no yeah. that's too big back up no right. way no way <laughs> sorry I'm not with it because like we said on the show last week just because a woman is big doesn't mean that her vagina is big you mm. know what I mean and me personally I got a little petite little man cake <laughs> you're not gonna put that big ass shit <laughs> 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 no ma'am you know it's funny that y'all talk about the lights the lights on the lights off and then the whole you know, taking it because I think it falls into the larger narrative that, and I think this is the myth that I think I'm, that I'm hearing that I'm seeing around, around my Mm -hmm. fat friends is like, Oh, men only want, only want fat girls like on, like on the low, like they're not supposed to be open with it or fit men or like, um, only fat men love fat women and that's it. And I think it's like the larger narrative around like, you're not supposed to like be in love or find love. And, or, or I think the other yeah. thing, I think the other thing, like I got a million of them, I guess. I guess the other mm-hmm. thing too is like, there's only one nice looking fat. So it's like all the lame Bryant. All the all the Lane Bryant models are the type of fat that that's tolerable. But then any other mm-hmm. fat, uh, any other fat, or any other size twenty two and up, right. then it's like, Ugh, right, what? right, right. <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa, you you coming hard with it because you you we our topic tonight on the show is discrimination within and outside ah, the club yeah, community. Yes. Vanessa, right. you about to have us air out our shit on the show. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. Because every, and, and you know, for you to be able to say that lets me know that you got real fat friends. You don't got the <laughs> right. You got real fat friends. You got friends who know what it is. They know the struggles mm-hmm. of this life. They understand because everything you said, we have definitely experienced one or two of those things before. That's yeah. real talk. Yeah. It really, really is. Right. And I don't know about the whole fat men only like fat. Women, mm-hmm. I don't know about that because I know big guys who are who who, who don't like big girls. Mm. I, I really do. So I don't know about that mm-hmm. particular type. But the whole closet, the closet fat girl lovers and all that shit. Please, right. please, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Right, it's crazy. Um, and I, like I said, I, I piggyback off Erica now. Um, the closet, I, it's it's come a long way. Mm-hmm. As far as being with uh, plus size women mm-hmm. undercover and all that stuff, um, because now they're more open with because they feel like it's more trendy. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, because of what Drake said and somebody else said, right. <laughs> you ain't even seen with plus size women. Right. Um, so I think they they hide it less, and then like like I say, going inside subject tonight. I think then too, it depends on the type of big woman you are. If you are the type of big woman that everybody like. Is uh, socially accepted, you know, 
like you say, the Lane Bryant models, the Avenue right. models, right. the ones with the flat stomachs and all that and cute face, then they're more prone to be like, yeah, this is my lady. But I think it's, you know, it's a sexy thing to say, but it's still something that they hide behind yeah. the closet and all that stuff. But to, um, to uh, bring a light to the situation, there are a lot of small women that I know for a fact that come to me and talk like, I'm so tired of being with him. He don't take me nowhere. Like, I'm, he don't, <laughs> we don't do nothing. Now he won't do a fair sex with me. So, but please believe if small women go through it too because right. Right. men going to be men. They're going to be right. men. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not a, that particular, whole, as it pertains to relationships, first of all, we'll be here all day. But that doesn't have anything to do with somebody's size. Because mm. if you mm-hmm. trash, you're trash. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> if you trash, you're trash. So, yeah. Right. No, for sure. So yep. I guess what has been your experience with sex, love, and dating as as a fat woman? Girl, you want to go first here for me? <laughs> I didn't even pick anybody for that one. I was like, somebody? Somebody? <laughs> well, listen, listen. I'll go first then. Listen. I've been, I've been married. I've been ex. I've been proposed to three times. Like, they still a kid out here. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right. having no issues. I'm currently in an amazing relationship with my partner that I've been with for three years now. Like, I'm good. Right. I haven't had it. Of course, I've had hiccups like any other woman. Right. But anything weight-related, never. Mm. Oh, I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> my relationship... My, my my past marriage, actually, my ex-wife no longer wanted to be in our relationship because I had gained weight. I was working. The short of the long, I'll give you the short version. Um, I was working, and my stepdaughter, she needed to, I needed to stay home with her. My ex asked me to stay home. Yeah. And in the, in the middle of that, I ended up starting my business, and I was home. I wasn't, you know, out and mobile and moving around as much as I used to be. Yeah. So I ended up gaining weight, gaining not, not a lot of weight, Vanessa. Let's just be clear, because I was fat as fuck when she met me. Okay, I was fat as fuck when she met me. But <laughs> I gained, I gained weight, and I, I guess she wasn't attracted to me anymore. So that was pretty much like the demise of our relationship, and mm. we actually got a divorce. Damn. After that, for real? Yeah, we were together for yes, we were together about ten years. Yeah. Yo, okay, I, I'm just saying, like, so looking back at that, do you wish that 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 your ex would have been like, hey boo, like, let's hit the gym together, hey boo, like, yeah, I love no you doubt. for who you are, what, like, no doubt, yeah, just leave. I feel like, listen, I feel like, listen, if you want to, everything, it's a way to convey any message, and I'm not going to get confidence coaching on this day because that ain't what we're talking about. <laughs> over here but oh, y'all right. Right. You, know, oh, you, know, right. you know it's another fun fact what? her ex-husband and my ex-wife both Capricorn no yeah. no <laughs> shit sometimes you oh know what oh my god that's yeah. all they try to talk to me you know Capricorn what? oh my god <laughs> 
Sometimes, sometimes, you know sometimes we're a little vain. You know what? <laughs> even with that, even with that, I still love y'all. I love Habercorns because y'all are some of the most driven people I've ever met <laughs> in my life, in my experience. Like you, y'all are the y'all are the help. Y'all are the most helpingest helpers I ever seen. <laughs> but anyway, um. What was I saying? Though we all talking. You know, it's all good. We were talking about. Um, we were talking about your ex-wife and how she could have broached that topic with you rather than just. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cashy said to me, "Listen, babe, I love you to death. I love you so much to the point where I don't want to lose you. I want to make sure that you are here. Mm -hmm. Let's. Let, I want us to just start walking. I want us to start meal prepping. I want us to do something. I'd have been on board with yeah. that because it wasn't. It wasn't like it was just a girlfriend coming at me with some conversation. Right. You know, this is my. This is my wife this right. is my life partner i'm assuming that we're going to be together forever and not only that it's for my benefit so yeah. of course i'm going to have a listening ear to what you're saying but no ma'am didn't happen that way it's such as life because that was a blessing that i didn't know i needed it at that time right anyway right. but damn man that that was and that was some shit and it took me a minute to actually heal from mm. that because it hurt me so bad because I'd never seen it coming because here I am in what I thought at that time was the prime of my life. I just started a nonprofit organization right. uh, and my mission was basically the benefit and advocating for plus size women. I was had I, I ran a plus size um sorority. We had fashion shows, parties, yeah, all kinds of shit. Dope. Just, huh? I said dope. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> I had this huge plus size you know, sounding board. For yeah. and mind you, Vanessa, this was in 2008, right. before Plus Size shit even got popping. Let's just keep it real, but that's another conversation. <laughs> and here I am in the thick of a divorce with somebody who don't want to be with me no more because I, I, I'm sad. I'm like, what the fuck? I was so embarrassed at the time, but I just truly think off the ghost today. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Married. I'm still married also. Um, me and my husband separated in 2011, and that was my choice. And, you know, we always get the, oh, you been because you ain't married or whatever. And I love to pull out my wedding pictures. Like, baby, I've been there. <laughs> I have plenty of men to love me. Hello? I have plenty of men to love me. <laughs> and, and even though I don't do the lesbian thing, I got plenty of women that want to be with me. So I am, I am desired. I just choose, you know, where I want to place my fantasy. Right. And if my fantasy is at peace with me being by myself, then that's what I do, you know. Um, plus size women are desired. I'm desired. I never had a problem. Never had a man leave me or none of that stuff. Yeah. Um, because I, and even if it did, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel down on myself because that's that person's personal problem. Right, you know, right. Has nothing mm -hmm. to do with me. Right. But um, I just feel like, you know, that stereotype is so old. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, how how all these pregnant fat women around here having babies and going to if nobody wants us? I mean, Honey. come on. It makes no sense. Right. As a matter of fact, you saying it, your baby mom's fat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. nothing it doesn't stop it, it's never stopped nothing it's never stopped mm -hmm. and let's just keep it real like everybody has a right to be selective i know there's people out there who don't find me desirable who don't think i'm attractive right. and that's their right but that just means that they're not the ones for me and right. i'm okay with that right. you know what i mean like right. i am perfectly okay with that i i've never had an issue with except for you know what i just said with my ex-wife or whatever and other than that like i've never had an issue with 
somebody telling me, oh, I don't want to deal with you because you tell If anything, I've always been the woman that people say, oh, you, I want you to be my first fat girl. Mm. 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 <laughs> Ain't nobody doing with that shit. <laughs> and it's crazy because I'm getting ready to have the, uh, the gastric sleeve surgery, and all I'm getting out, no, please don't have it. No, oh, yes. no. No, I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, why are you having that surgery? No, I'm like, uh, for my health? I mean, right. I can't. That's, that's what I'm doing it for. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I mean, I feel I feel like a lot of what we're talking about now is about desire, especially when it mm-hmm. comes to when it comes to being fat. And where do you think this negative connotations coming from between you know desire and fatness? Because I feel like what we often see is like, oh, it, that's why we have these closeted, you know, closeted right. love affairs or this closeted love for fat women, but it just seems like right. there's, you know, like you're saying that there's a lot of desire. Where do you think that mainstream, um, I guess, where do you think that mainstream conversations coming from as far as, uh, as far as fat women not being desired? I'll start with you, Grande Beauty. Um, I think it's coming from the people who don't desire it. You know, <laughs> like, you ever, uh, right. like, people who put anchovies on their pizza, and I look at them like, how in the hell can you do that? Like, if you don't like something, you gonna look at people like, no, you like anchovies on your pizza? How could you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't even fathom that somebody likes anchovies because you know. So right. that's why I think it comes from, I think it comes from women who are insecure with them, and who have, women who have had men who said them, like, you're fat, lose weight. Or if you get fat, I'm going to leave you. Mm. So they're looking at other fat women like, well, she has to go through this. Like, But if if I look at my man doesn't want me to be a certain way, and I see another woman that's been certain way, and I'm looking at her like, well, how is her man putting up with her? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, it, and with the men, I think it's a situation where I don't like fat cheeks, so could nobody possibly like fat cheeks? Mm. Like, that's unattractive to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't stand beats. When I look at people eating beats, I'm like, how can you do that? So I think that's where it came from, and it started feeding into it. And a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, women and men, are, in, are intimidated by it. Mm. And they don't like it. Like, well, how can people like them in their face? Mm. Like, they don't understand it. You know, because the women are like, I don't like myself. If I gained weight and was fat like that, I wouldn't like myself. So how could she love herself? And the men are looking like, how could he be with her? I can't nowhere in the world I could walk around down the street with a fat woman. Mm-hmm. So, no, if he, if he could possibly be happy or want her. Or he has to be embarrassed. So I think that's where it comes from. And, and, and a, lot of them, a lot of them are just bad insecure with themselves. So they try to put it off on other people. Right. So that's where it comes from. Right. What do you think, Erica? Listen, honestly, when you asked the question, I wrote down, it's a mixture of low self-esteem and dishonesty. Mm, But she just wrote down basically what I was saying. Anyway, it's it's, it's a lot of people out here, men particularly, particularly, who are dishonest with themselves because they low-key really want to fuck with fat girls, but they not because they scared of how people are going to receive them on the outside. And then it's a mixture of women who are fat, who don't love themselves, who are, you know, not happy in the skin that they're in, Mm. and that's what they're projecting onto the world. So when you got those type of energies coming together, 
and you, then you got this other energy over here saying, oh gosh, fat people are not desirable, they're unhealthy, they this, they that, and the third. And all of that coming together, that's what we're hearing. We're hearing a mixture of the people who don't really like themselves projecting that shit onto us. Right. That's really what I really feel like it is. That's, that's where that comes from. Definitely. You already made your mind up about me. You already prejudged me before you had a conversation with me because you think I'm unhealthy and I sit home and just eat Snickers all day. And that ain't my life story. So now you're putting that out there into the world and into the atmosphere for other people to hear. And, and negative bullshit is contagious, right? Right. That's just what happens. People gravitate to that. And then he done said that to her and she done said that to herself. And then she said that when she having a pillow talk with the man who don't really want her, but he's standing because he don't got nowhere to live anyway. That's why. <laughs> Right, so <laughs> it's just like it's a bunch of negative shit coming together, and they pouring it out into the universe. Definitely, right? Definitely, and you know yep. what's and you know what's funny is like I feel like now, which I'm really happy about. I feel I feel like we don't see enough fat bodies, and I'm happy for you know the bloggers that are out here showing the bikinis yeah. and doing yep. everything. Right, and I think about the the fat the fat moguls that we've had out here, and I think back to. Take a take a walk with me here. Try to see if you feel me here. Remember Queen okay. Latifah on Living Single? Mm-hmm. I feel like Queen Latifah and her character showed like, yo, I could be big, I could be fat, and look at all right. of these people I'm pulling. Like, I am attractive, yeah. I'm living my life. Yeah. <laughs> I could run a business. Right. I could do all of this yep, stuff yep. and look at and it's so funny because I saw somebody on Twitter the other day be like, yo, where did Khadijah, Queen Latifah's character, get all these fine ass men from? Meanwhile, yep, like right. you got you know, you have people saying that that's just not desirable, but like they cast her, which they I feel like they don't usually do. They usually cast, you know, the fat woman as the fat friend or like She's just hopelessly right. in love and hoping somebody pays attention to you. Meanwhile, Khadijah's out here like, I got your man. I got his friend. Yeah. I got three dates in one night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So who, yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess, where did you, where did you build your confidence? I would say that my confidence has been built throughout the year, throughout mm-hmm. my adult years. But see, growing up in my, I, I, I came from good ground, yeah. right? I came from women who poured into me, women who, who, who affirmed me at a very young age. My grandmother, uh, God bless her, that she was a bishop of a Pentecostal church. She has mm-hmm. always, she was a big woman my whole entire life. And I've seen her fly as hell, mink coats, just, yeah. just, just standing there in all of her Christian glory. You know right, 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 right. Even though that's not necessarily my thing. That's what I had to look up to. You right. understand? Like I had people around me right. who basically told me, like Erica, you are beautiful, you are lovable, and you don't got to worry about shit. And those are the things that I kind of carry throughout my whole entire life. I came from good ground. I equate everything that I am to my grandmother and my mother because my mother, even though she was tall and skinny, she didn't treat me like I was a, the fat kid mm. in the house. She gave me what I wanted. She she let me have extra snacks if that's what I wanted. And, and she knew how to even say, no, you're not going to have a, you're not going to have a cake. You're going to have an apple. Like it was so much balance right. in my mm-hmm. household. So I didn't know I was fat until I had to be the only girl in my junior high school class shopping at, Lane Bryant. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Didn't, we didn't use words. We didn't use words like, oh, you fat, or any type of derogatory, you know, talk mm-hmm. in my household as it pertains to, you know, who you are as a person. So 
that's where I think it comes from for me. I didn't know that being fat was a bad thing until I became an adult. Mm. And now it was just like, oh, it's not a bad thing. Fuck y'all. Y'all don't like me. You understand? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's definitely where my confidence comes from. Definitely. Good ground. How about you, Grande? My confidence came from disempowering myself mm-hmm. and looking around me. You know, um, and like I say, I always say smaller friends. I was always the fattest girl. So mm-hmm. I would be seeing what my friends going through. And I'm like, she's probably no different to be like, overall what do you think our listeners need to know especially especially the fat girl listen oh my gosh you i'm working on the word y'all i'm working on the word fat girls luscious girls um thick girls um what do you think they need to know when it comes to embracing their bodies especially when it comes to sex and in the bedroom put it on them (laughs) Yes, exactly. but, uh, and, and believe it or not, up until I, I got more confident as time went on because I still was struggling about that bedroom thing. And it wasn't even necessarily my size. It came from how I was raised. Like, my mama was like a goody-goody. Like, she was a goody. You know, like, she, you don't get nobody near you. Don't nobody see this, this, that, that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so having that on top of being plus size, it was like, ugh. You know, I had to really get comfortable with somebody. So, um, believe it or not, when I was 30 years old, my baby sister, the one who really, like, just just opened up a whole new world for me. And I was like, girl, am I good? This and that. She was like, girl, men don't be paying no attention to that. They know you fat when you get with them. Like, <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, they do, don't they? <laughs> so, yeah. so why, why am I thinking he's supposed to be a damn uh, six-pack? <laughs> I take off my clothes when I walked up to him in full good glory. So um, that's what I had to get in my head. And 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 believe it or not, when you are with men who have been with plus size women, like I ain't talking about all this these fake Negroes out here to just just you know sexually attractive or just find us like you know objects. I'm talking about men who really love plus size women. You know those kind because of how they handle you in the bedroom. Mm. Like when you with those guys, like you be like, she ain't worried about nothing. Roll, <laughs> roll it over, flip me. You be like, yeah, because you know they used to, especially. And, and I know it helps me when I see like the previous girlfriend with plus size and the, the girlfriend before they were plus size and this girl, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you know we be like, okay, he he know what he. Can 
home and don't even worry about that stuff. Get that out your head because that ain't what they thinking about. I actually, as my sister told me that, the guy that I was involved with, I watched his eyes while we were having sex. His, his, his eyes were focused on the main part. You know, <laughs> the part that people watch when you take a whole bath, the, the part you wash up then. <laughs> That's what his eyes went on no day. He was there no thigh. He might have kissed the thigh, but his eyes went like, let me look at this side and see how big it is. Let me look at her good. His eyes was not on none of that. So that's mm-hmm. when I was like, okay. Well, I think the, one of the most important things would be to stay out your head. Mm. Stay out your head. What you tell yourself on the inside is what's going to show up in that bedroom on the outside. Okay, now. Stay out your head. Get in there with the goal in mind. The goal is to bust nuts plentiful. (laughs) That's what you need to be thinking. Yes. That's what you need to be thinking about. You need to be thinking about how you're going to make yourself feel good, how you're going to make mm-hmm. your partner feel good. You don't need to be in there focused on that motherfucking protein shake you got to have tomorrow morning. You don't need to be focused on nothing except the goal. Stay out your head. And uh, Tariqa actually, I'm sorry, Grande actually touched on something because I had uh, wrote something down. I yeah. said, know that when you're about to be intimate with someone that they already know that you are fat. Be free, be liberated, and focus on climax. Don't focus on anything else. When you get to the bed, they already know that you are whopping 350, mama. Get in here and ride the hips. That's it. That's all you need. You don't have to focus on anything else because the reality is, you deserve, it doesn't matter how big you are, you deserve to have a good time and have amazing sex just like anybody else does. And I think that that's what we need to focus on. Because I, I'm the type of lover, I demand the orgasm. I don't give a fuck who I'm with. This okay. is what's going to happen. You right. I demand an orgasm. I demand an excellent time. And I'm just so grateful that I have a partner that delivers because I won't have it any other way. Okay, listen. <laughs> Okay. Don't have it any other way. So yeah, stay out your head. Stay out your head. Focus on having a good time and take all them goddamn clothes off. Don't you get in the bed with no nightgowns on? Take that shit off. Take all that shit off. Enjoy. Take all that shit off. Enjoy. When it comes to positions, because I've read a lot of articles written by fat women who are like, we can't be doing yes. all that shit. What do you think? What do you think are the best are are the best positions for fat women? Are there any best positions, or is it just however however you flow, however you want to get it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who you want to go first? Oh, go ahead, Erica. Yes. Now, one thing I can say is I am a, I'm not a 
oh, I'm not going to tell my partner no. We're yeah. going to try it if that's what you want to do. Right. But if we know going there, the shit ain't working, we ain't going to fuck with it. We're just not going to fuck with it going next time. I say whatever it is. Just like, you know, you got some big girls out here who don't like to ride. You For whatever reason, for whatever reason. You're not, you not going to crush your partner, though. You're not going to crush them. They're going to be fine. Like... There's a meme. Exactly. There's, there's a meme out there right now that's like, hey, I think the meme was like, hey, big girl, he knew what we what he was getting when he decided to get with you. Kill him with them. Th- kill him with the weight. Like he knew if he goes, if he dies, if he dies, go ahead and die. Like that's exactly. what he signed up for. You are that's not going to crush. That's it. That's it. And if you go out, you won't go out happy tomorrow. Okay. Believe me, you won't go out happy. But I know a girl who's also the same size as me. This girl teaches a class on how to ride. Yes. She teaches a class. So those, those, it just depends on your body. Now, me, I'm going to get up there for a little while, and I'm getting the fuck down because my knees can't take you. Fuck off me. I don't want to be up there no more. It just, <laughs> it just depends. Oh, my gosh. It depends on your body. Honey, I, anybody who knows me, I will tell you in a minute, I tell the dude off the top, I do not ride beats. I don't do it. <laughs> I try. Only time I will try is if I'm drunk and I get up there and I don't know what I'm doing. I'll probably be doing it right. But and I will tell them in a minute. Like I, I, it's a meme I put up. It's a meme that uh the smaller women put up on Facebook. And when I saw them putting it, I saw that. And I was like, damn. And all this time I thought it was just me. Like right, right. women, like we don't feel like like you for the whole movie when you say get on top. I'd be like, that's your mama. <laughs> They want to see all the goodness. Titties, be- all of it. Belly, all of it. <laughs> That's it. <man. laughs> Listen, I'm getting up there. Getting- and you know what's so crazy? Like, even if I don't, like, ride because me and my girlfriend, we definitely use our strap ones and dildos and things mm-hmm. like that. But if we, what I, I don't necessarily like to, because she got these stupid, remember when we were talking about them big, stupid, sizes yeah well that's what the fuck she got so we don't use them shits often believe that (laughs) but if we if we uh, you know what i I don't necessarily like to get on top often but you know what i like to ride a face oh my god oh boy yes (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) it's amazing It's amazing. Now that's a that's a position. If you die, you die. You die. You gonna die. Sorry. You knew what you were signing up for. If you die, I love that. That I love. It's so funny. I love it. I love it. So I got a couple of listener questions. Are y'all down to answer? So I told, of course, I told everybody you were coming on. I was super excited. So we got a couple of listener questions. Mm-hmm. Um, our first listener question comes from, this person calls, calls themselves Jake. Jake says, okay. I've always loved fat girls. And I don't know if it's a preference or a fetish, and I don't want to stigmatize potential partners. So how can I figure okay. out? If it's a preference or a fetish for me. Oh my God! Can I say it? <laughs> go, go. We are a uh, we are a freaking 
preference. We are not a fetish. A fetish is somebody that probably uh, eats cheese out of somebody's asshole. We are not <laughs> a fetish. That is not, we are a preference. Just like you want a woman with long hair, short hair, dark hair, blue eyes, blood, uh, five, three, six, seven. We are a preference. We are not a fetish. I hate that word. I hate mm-hmm. that word. No, so please, Jake, Jake, do not call plus size women and your love for them, your desire for them, your uh, your preference a fetish. That is your preference. Like, if you, if you prefer the small woman, if you prefer the small woman, is she a fetish? No, that is your preference. We are not some damn uh, attraction. That is not normal. We are human beings. Mm. <laughs> you are having sex with a human woman. We are. We don't have three freaking heads or <laughs> or or a dog uh, tail or something. What do you mean? <laughs> a fetish is, 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 is a fetish is uh, walking in sugar and let ants eat your feet and shit. That's not. We're <laughs> no, not no damn fetish. attracted and there's nothing wrong with that but if you're using people just to see like oh i wonder how this feels that's not okay right right <laughs> right that's not okay right that's not okay not oh my okay god i got a second we're not in this pyramid or can <laughs> right. exactly right exactly i love that i have a second question from tatiana and tatiana says hey y'all so glad that you're on I'm a, I'm a fat girl and I'm tired of people talking about the health risks that comes with my weight. I know I'm fat. I love being fat and I love being who I am. How can I, how can I still be confident and still combat these um, messages about health risks? Oh, let me, let me get it. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Tatiana, first of all, hey, hey. Um, Tatiana, that's the thing. You got to stop feeling like you got to combat these people. You mm. got to just let what you're doing be your work and let it speak for itself. You don't have to combat it. Now, if it's a situation where you're falling out from 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 uh, uh, a heart attack or, or health-related issues, then that's something totally different. Then maybe you have to be in the, you would put yourself in a position to, you know, have to defend your size. But you don't have to defend your size right now, right? Because you have a, a, a good bill of health and you're out here living your best life. And I'm sure you probably lit as fuck and people don't understand how you're doing it at the weight that you are. So you right. don't have to defend yourself, sis. All you got to do is keep living your best life. That's, That's right. it. You got to defend them. That's right. Grande, yep. did you want to add to that? Um, I will add to it. Do, you don't have to prove yourself or debate with anybody who out here popping Percocet, having unprotected <laughs> sex, riding motorcycles, smoking cigarettes, 
you don't have to prove yourself to any of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Love yourself because trust me, they out here with uh, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and all that stuff, and what if you're worried about your health and all you're doing is eating a damn burger. Be happy, baby, and and live and live. Live, live, like Erica say, live your best life for you. Because most of these people are, they have the same health issues as us. And, and like I'm, as big as I am, I'm not a diabetic. And right. I know somebody that is a size eight that is a diabetic. Right. Weight right. doesn't have anything to do with all of that. So if they out there smoking, drinking, killing their damn liver, the last thing they need to be is worried about you. Right. So live your life, type <laughs> and tell them to go to hell. Yes. Yes, I love it. I love it. All right, and we have our last question. I appreciate. I love. I love these. Oh, you know what? Next time we are having y'all on for just Q and A because I love this. Um, (laughs) The last question comes from TT. TT says, "I don't want to have sex with anybody because I feel fat, ugly, and disgusting." If somebody tell if one more person tells me I have a pretty face, I'm going to scream. Um, every time I started dating somebody new, and I wear two sets of Spanx, arm shapers, t-shirts, just so I could look slim under my clothes. And every time you know the chemistry starts going with this person, I start getting anxious about what comes next. How do you think I can stop feeling fat and ugly and not sexy? What's her name? TT. TT, my love, you need you need one on one coaching with me. Yes, <laughs> yes. You need some one on one coaching. TT, let me tell you something. I don't think I think right, and I'm gonna keep it real with you, sister, because that's what I do. I don't think that right now your focus should be dating. I think that mm-hmm. right now your focus should be focusing on learning how to live your best life in the Mm. current body that you are Mm. in. Because for you to think that you need to wear two and three shapers and and arm shapers and thinking that you ugly and all of that, that means that there's some internal work in there that needs to be worked on that you are not working on, that you feel like you're not, I'm sure you're probably not affirming yourself. I'm sure you're probably not even in the company of people who are affirming you or Mm. pouring into you. You're probably feeling really empty and I'm so sorry to hear that if that's the truth, but you got to do some self-work, some serious self-reflection. And then when you get to a place of, of, of you know, authentic love, authentically loving yourself, things will turn around for you. And until you do that, things are not going to turn around for you. Mm-hmm. So you got to you, you gotta work on yourself, TT. That's what you got to do. Bronson, did you want to add? Oh. TT? TT? <laughs> First of all, sign up for Erica class. And if you sign up for Erica class, I need you to find my Facebook up under Tarika Watson. And um, I will tag you in some of my poetry to encourage you also. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Um, And like Erica said, you need to work on you. Because I promise you, what you're going to do is get involved with a man who truly loves you for who you are, and, and you are going to run him off with your yep. insecurities. Yep. It's not going to have anything to do with the way you look yep. or anything, but it's going to have everything to do with your insecurities. I have yep. a friend, and she runs me raggedy because she is so insecure herself, and she is way smaller than me. She's like a size 12. Mm. Yeah. She's like a size 12 and has low self-esteem. And I just want to always tell people about 
how I want to shake her. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me like, girl, I, you, but you pretty, though. Everything I be, well, you could do this. Well, you, no, I can't do that. But And I be like, well, I do, but you're pretty, though. And I'm looking at her like, you just as pretty as I am. Right. And I'm looking at her like, well, you what society say is, is it. <laughs> It's Present, you need to be your ass in this class. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you need to be here. The registration for the class is just a whopping twenty seven dollars. Yeah. DM me, email me, all that. Y'all need to be in here so I can get y'all together. Definitely. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Grande yeah. beauty. Go for it. <laughs> okay, you can find us. I'm going to say it again. This okay. is y'all didn't hear Erica the first time. <laughs> you can find us selectively um, on Facebook at Fat Chat Dot with Two Fat Chicks, and you can find us on Instagram at Two Fat Chicks Live. That's the number two Fat Chicks Live. Um, if you want to find me individually, you can uh, hashtag Grande Beauty, and you can pull up my pages. Just uh, go on the search thing and put hashtag Grande Beauty, G-R-A-N-D-E-B-E-A-U-C-Y, and you will pull me up. If you can remember the spell, at poetess, P-O-E-T-E-S-S underscore Grande Beauty, you can find me that way. On Facebook, I'm Grande Beauty. Just type in Grande Beauty or uh, Tarika Watson, C-U-R-E-K-A-W-A-T-S-O-N. And if you go to the Fat Chat with Two Fat Chicks face, you can pretty much find our individual stuff there. Yay! And I have, um, I have, uh, let me see, every Thursday I'm on K92.7 with my poetry show called Poetic Frequencies. Uh, that's at the bottom of the 9, which is 945 and 1045 every Thursday. Um, if you're not local to turn on your radios, you can sign it on the app, K the K92.7 app. Or you can find it online, blog on the K927.com. Um, I will be in Atlanta at Baraki's. It's a pizza eatery. I will be performing there Thursday, um, the 22nd. Is that the one? Yeah, the 22nd. Mm -hmm. um, I will be there from 830 to 1030 in Atlanta, Georgia. And on April the 14th, I will be having a concert with my girl, Sakara, she is the songstress. I am the poetess. We're kind of doing our poetry thing. So we will be having that show April 14th. Yay! Yes, I love it. <laughs> Y'all are so dope. I appreciate it. All right, I have one last question. One last question, uh, and, and you're done with me. Okay. So my last question is, how do you build your vagisteam? So vagistein was a term of concept that I created a few years ago, and it's basically where one builds the confidence of and in their vulva and vagina. And I believe that this confidence and this vagistein will lead to a healthy and satisfying sex life. So how do y'all build okay. your vagistein? I will start with Grande first. Wait, hold on, Vanessa. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I forgot to say this. What's up? Um, Y'all catch us every Tuesday live. Yes! Yes! Every yes! <laughs> Y'all can catch us roll. We're so excited about talking about our own shit. We ain't even <laughs> right, you got your own show, duh! Yes! Every Tuesday on the Facebook pages where we host our show, Fat Chat with Two Fat Chicks. And this Tuesday, we're actually going to be discussing the discrimination within and outside the fat black woman community. So tonight is going to be crazy. Yes. Okay. Y'all, right. and their <laughs> show is so dope. I started watching it and I just love, I just love the energy. So check it out. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Grande. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, whew, what I did, <laughs> what I did to, uh, uh, it, I guess, boost my vagisteam back in 2011. I haven't done anything 
in particular, other than the you know the the regular uh, maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, that but, works. Um, I I had my um I got my Taurus pierced in 2011, and I have just felt like my badgie is just like the bomb dot com. Yes. My area. You better get it. It's the bomb dot com thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Oh. oh my god so did it wait i don't know anybody i don't know anybody with a clit um piercing did it hurt what made you decide to go for it well <laughs> I, mean, I, I you know i had there was that you know i had like a friend or two that had had it done i was like oh i'd never do that blah 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 mm -hmm. so fast forward um, 2011 came, I was getting ready to leave my husband. Yes. And I just felt, I felt so liberated. I was like, I'm going to get my feet. Yes. yes. <laughs> so went to the, <laughs> went to the, the little tattoo parlor, the little dude up. And it, I promise you, it, it, it just stung a little. And he told me, he was like, by the time you feel it, it's going to be over. So I promise you, when he was like, okay, I'm getting ready to touch, he told me step by step everything he was doing. And when he got to the point, I was like, okay, I'm about to push the, the, the needle through, whatever. Yeah. And he was like, hold your breath. So I held my breath. And by the time I started feeling a little thing, he was like, we're done. It, mm. it was nothing. Oh, mm. right. It was okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay. I, I'm, I mean, I have a yeah, million girl. more questions, but we are, we are, we are out of time. So I will, I will hold that for the next show. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Erica. Okay. Um, how do I build my vagus name? Honestly, I wax her. Okay. I keep her clean and I masturbate there. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yes. Yes. That's what I do. Yes. I keep her clean, clean, clean. Boom. Keep the poo-poo. Right. Keep the poo-poo clean. Yes. Listen, right. I keep that baby clean. That nanny cake is cooking, honey. She's <laughs> right. We keep her nice. Yes. Right. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I had such an incredible time with y'all. I so Me appreciate too. you taking the Me time too. out. I know you have to prep for your own show, but thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you for making the time to be You're on. You're welcome. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. I say, okay, ladies, now let's get information. Oh, that bitch when you call out this conversation. I always say, gracious, that's the way you're going to pay for it.